This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 14. How to take notes like a pro on speaking part two. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Are you nervous about speaking for two minutes? In today's episode, you'll get two note-taking strategies to use to ace the speaking section of the IELTS. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS with two new free episodes every week. You get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Lindsay, hello, hello. Hey, 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 Jessica. What's shaking? <laughs> hey, hey, Lindsay. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> How's really it going? Good, really good. I'm super excited to talk about IELTS again. Love it. Woohoo! The most I'm excited every day <laughs> to talk about IELTS. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? So we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a really specific topic today, um, which is something that I spend a lot of time on in Mm. my classes, um, talking and practicing how to take, talking about and practicing how to take notes in speaking part two. That's really Um, important. Lindsay, are you familiar with what happens in speaking part two? I'm really not. Could you enlighten me? (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> oh, of course I can. Um, <laughs> so um, just just a quick recap. And spe- so speaking part one um, is where the examiner asks you about three different topics. Very simple question. Mm-hmm. Questions like, um, what does your apartment look like? Or do you enjoy shopping for shoes? <laughs> very, very easy sort of things. And then part two, um, the examiner gives you a topic okay. card. Um, well, these days it's it's a booklet. So the examiner shows you one page in the booklet and it has one topic card on there. You cannot change okay. topics. Okay. You have to do what the examiner gives you. Important to know you. that. Important and to then, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have one minute to prepare your answer and then you must speak for one to two okay. minutes. Um, so this preparing is really important. Um so you have you have a piece of paper and a pencil to take notes on and how you do that is yeah. is important like Lindsay, how how do you organize mm. your notes if you're if you're brainstorming yeah, that's a good question i like to use bullet points when i'm brainstorming um just to you mm. know write general ideas down i don't go into too much detail when i'm brainstorming cuz i figure that if i have the main exactly. idea i can yeah. then expand 
as much as I need to when uh-huh. I'm spe- when I'm when I'm going into more detail. For example, on the speaking test for this, right? So bullet points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think bullet points are a really good idea. That's how I organize my thoughts too. Um, but some, some, I were, maybe we would be like linear thinkers mm-hmm. or something. No. I'm not sure what the term would be, but <laughs> some people, um, prefer like mind maps or word clouds yeah. where you have like a circle with a word in the middle and then like lines and circles going out Ooh, from that central topic. That's, um, that's more, confusing for me it's messy for me I don't like it but (laughs) for some people it works really well um I you know to write down only general ideas I think that's that's good if you if you have lots of time um to and you you have let's see like a big project you're thinking of but in this case for a very specific topic I tell students to write down everything you think of absolutely anything related Mm. to the topic Write it down. And very important, do not write in your own language. Oh, interesting. Really? No, that's a really (laughs) good tip, actually, Jessica, because I think a lot of our listeners might assume that it's okay to. And why is it that we don't want to write in our own language? Is that because we want to get into the English speaking mode? That's one reason for sure. Um, but also, and I've, I've seen students do this where if they, they, take notes in their first language and then as soon as they start talking they're they're slower because they're translating at the mm-hmm. same time so their ideas do not sound as they don't sound as fluent and they don't sound as organized because there's more like um uh while well, they like read oh. in arabic or chinese and then try and translate yeah, into english at the sense. same time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so keep it keep it all in English. So whether you choose to do bullet points in a linear fashion or whether you choose to make a mind map, make sure it's in English and not in your native language. Yeah, and this is something that you should practice. This this might sound easy to you, you know, just take notes and then talk. It does sound simple and easy, sure. But I promise you, when you get to the test and you're a little bit nervous, you know, maybe the, the examiner looks mean or something. <laughs> I don't know. But um, practice this first. Get get used to brainstorming because in, in some countries uh this isn't done in schools i know in in america we do this from a very early right. age brainstorming is a skill we mm. practice a lot mm-hmm. like i did growing up yeah um but when i taught in taiwan and and i we i started doing brainstorming with my students it was like a new skill for them mm. so um definitely practice this note taking where and- look at examples of topics online and then sit down give yourself Give yourself five minutes to brainstorm. Really, really practice the right. skill, and then you'll. Yeah, get I like that idea. Of it. I don't think it happens. It's we're not trained in that in all parts of the world. You're right. Guys, when it comes to the IELTS exam, preparation is the key to avoiding anxiety on the test. And the best way to be prepared is to understand what the examiner is going to want on the most difficult and anxiety-provoking section of the test, and that is the speaking section. To find out exactly what the examiner is going to want, you can go right now and get that information. Go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation. That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N and download the four things the examiner wants right now for free. See you there. 
where where online yeah. would we find those sample speaking questions? Do you know where we could go? Any Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good question. question. Um org will have practices mm-hmm. for sure, but um there's, you know, there are for IELTS forums where um candidates upload questions that they've seen on the test. Mm-hmm. So you might look for an IELTS forum, so that's F O R U M. I would I would search for that and then you could get ideas from from students who have taken great. the test, but definitely start at IELTS.org cuz they're going to have practice great, tests. Great, great. And how many times per week? Let's say we have the exam in 30 days. How many times per week would you mm-hmm. recommend going through this brainstorming and note-taking activity to prepare for the speaking? Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, I think for 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 a lot of people, just a couple times a week, maybe two times a, a week might be enough. But if if it were me, honestly, I would practice this um, almost every day. I'd say like five times a week because not only is it good practice for the speaking test, but it really gets you in the mode of thinking in English mm-hmm. and coming up with ideas in English. And this will this will start training your brain to where, you know, English is coming faster. And then when you get to the test and you're planning for speaking and writing, these ideas will come faster. So I would I would say as much as you can, you know, once a day would be great. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to over prepare, right? It's it's better than yeah. under preparing. <laughs> Yes, for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, if you can't find um, specific task or, yeah, um, part two cards online, um, you know, IELTS draws its topics from newspapers and magazines. So you could seriously just sit down with a newspaper and look at the title where, you know, um, traveling abroad or eating in a foreign country or, you know... just choose, just pick a title and then brainstorm on oh, that. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. They and we would just have to that. come up yeah. with the question, right? Or well, phrase it as a kind of a question. So what the, what the card looks like is, um, there's a sentence at the top that says, for example, describe a uh-huh. time when you gave help to a stranger. Mm-hmm. And then underneath will be three bullet mm-hmm. points that give you ideas about what to say. So it'll be like who the stranger was, what they needed help with, why you mm-hmm. helped them. And then there's another sentence on the bottom that, that says like, um, and describe how this made you feel or something like that. So, yeah. So, um, I, I actually tell students to not worry about those three bullet points in the middle. You don't have to talk about those. Those things are just there to give you ideas. I think a better way to approach it is to just read the topic, describe a time when you had to help a stranger and then just start brainstorming Mm. because the best thing you can do in part two is to tell a story Mm. because that's a very organized way to talk for two minutes. Ah, I like it. Cause it's also more, it's also more coherent. It comes together more. Instead exactly. of all these loose facts, it's about telling the story and you will be more animated. And we've talked before exactly. about the importance of being a drama king or drama queen to raise our speaking score. Yeah. And the way to do that is to get involved <laughs> and excited about the story you're telling, especially when it's a personal story. Hey, you know, last yeah. Tuesday I, I, I passed this homeless woman and I helped her and da-da-da. And it can get mm-hmm. very intense when you're recounting that story. 
<laughs> totally, totally. And just just constant concentrate on giving as much detail as you can, you know, and keep talking until the examiner stops you. The examiner controls the time. So as soon as the examiner's little stopwatch says two minutes, then she or he will say, thank you. And then <laughs> they'll, they might ask you one more question and then move on to part three. So don't worry about timing. Just keep talking. Love it. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been really helpful. Is there any final tip? you want to give regarding taking notes for speaking section part two? Um, just, just to keep practicing, yeah. just to sit down and give yourself enough time to practice brainstorming yeah. and don't just practice for the one minute, practice for 10 minutes and then five oh. minutes and then one minute, you know, just to really get strong with okay. that skill. And that's something, yeah. And that's something we could cover in another episode, how to deal with time strategies in your practice, like how, you know, starting Ooh, with a yeah. lot of time and then kind of weaning yourself off of that excessive time and yeah. breaking it down, <laughs> getting more and more concise. So we'll cover that in another episode. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. For Great. sure. Yeah. Well, thanks, Thank Lindsay. Thank you, Jessica. This has been very informative. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully fun. It was fun of for me. it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thanks, Bye. Lindsay. You too. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.